Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, I just wanted to briefly go over some of the obstacles that are keeping you from leaving your job. Um, let's just start over with start like with a basic scenario, because what this is what we all do, right? Um we're sold the idea of passive income with this, and uh, a lot of this stuff prop <laughs> comes from people who are trying to sell you properties, right? That there's there's always an agenda where you get your information from, um, and what they say is, oh, you just need a whole bunch of properties, and you get a certain cash flow, and then you can leave your job and you can go live on the beach. The problem is, is say you needed ten thousand dollars of monthly income uh, to come in. So, say you're after you buy a house renovate a house, refinance a house, uh, and you've pulled all the money out of the house, right? So you've leveraged it up nice and high. That sounds great. The problem is, is now it doesn't cash flow as well. So you're going to be getting like, say, $300 a month as your cash flow. So, okay, I got $300 a month. I need $10,000. How many houses do I need? 33 houses? Whoa, whoa. That sounds like a lot of houses that you need. And to manage the property managers that are managing the houses, it sounds like you've just created a, a new job of that instead of doing your nine to five. So did you really get any farther? Oh, so the reason to do this is the velocity of money. You need to be doing burrs like I preach so that your money's going out and your money's coming back so that you can put in another project. If you're just buying stuff off the MLS at market value and renting it, sure, you can probably make a nice, you're $500 a month, but your money's stuck in the property. So are you farther ahead? I would say no. I would say that you're just putting yourself in a corner. Side note, totally side note. But <clears throat> what you need to do in order to get to a comfortable level and not need so many houses to do this is you need to met, uh, mix your passive and active income. What does that mean? Well, think about some of the active income things that you can do uh, when you're talking about real estate. Well, flipping. I don't recommend doing straight flipping business because you are, it's just a new job. Like that is a new job. But flipping will give you chunks of money, right? It will give you chunks of money. So maybe instead of needing those 33 houses to survive, if you just did two, two of the houses you bought a year, you decided to flip them instead of keeping them, well, that just generated your... I don't know, 50 grand a year, 100 grand a year. I don't know how good a flipper you are, but in what market you're in. But you just created big chunks of money, so you don't need as many houses. But I wouldn't do that strictly. I wouldn't be like, we're going to do all flipping. No, you need to have active income, or sorry, passive income coming too. So what you're going to be doing at the same time is keeping houses. So you flip some, keep some, and that way you can have your chunks and it won't need as many houses. Um, it's kind of a mix, but anyway. So what are some other ideas for ways to get money now? Because really there's three types of money, right? There is short-term money, medium-term money, and there's long-term money. And as soon as I word it like that, I know people who listen to the show, their ears are popping, they go, he's talking about a lease option. Yes, a lease option will give you all three pieces, right? You get a deposit up front. Some people just put it in an escrow account. Some people use it to live off of. You just got to factor that into your exit strategy because... You don't want to be coming up with money when the tenant buys the property from you. Um, but you'll get a cash flow throughout, and you'll get a cash at the end. So there's three, all three levels of money. That sounds great, right? Yep, 
Sounds good. One way to do it. Um, but like everything, uh, there's always, they always say seven streams of income. So you want some other different ways of doing it. Um, I don't, I do lease options, but I don't strictly do lease options. We do them very here and there. Um, anyway, public speaking. Some people can make a lot of money doing public speaking. I haven't figured out how to do that. I don't think that is uh, a really achievable way to do it. Um, but some people, if you're like a really big person, uh, you're a Donald Trump <laughs> or somebody like a real estate tycoon, you can get paid, uh, Grant Cardone, you can get paid to travel around and do this. And it's very active income. You're on the road, you're traveling all over the place, but you can make a lot of money in short periods, right? So you, you don't need as many houses, right? To, in order to hit your, whatever your goal is. Um, you can create a course. It seems like that is the most popular thing right now. I personally don't believe in that. Uh, I believe all the information is out there for free. So you're just selling someone else's information. And I know people believe that they're helping by shortcutting the process and charging people money for it. But you're selling someone else's information. It's almost like a copyright thing, but I know it isn't. But I believe in giving it all away for free. But there is lots of people who create courses and they do very well creating courses. Um, if you're going to buy into a course, make sure that the person you're buying it from actually has some experience. <laughs> I've had a bunch of podcasts that I never aired because after talking to them, they were running a coaching program and they owned like one piece of real estate. And I'm like, I can't even air that. That's I feel sick to my stomach to put that on the air. And that's it. So <laughs> do your due diligence on these coaching programs and on your um, creating um, people who've created courses programs. Know what you're buying into. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. You want some short-term money, you want some long-term money, and that's the way to shortcut this process. Uh, if you can do some flips or some lease options mixed in with your burrs, you'll be way ahead. If you just do burrs, you're gonna, <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of houses. If you just do flips, you have a new job. If you just do lease options, you know what? You could possibly just do lease options and be okay. Um, and if you just do courses, you're not doing real estate and you shouldn't be selling courses. <laughs> anyway, have a great week, everybody. If you uh, wanna get a hold of me, email me at glenn at glennsutherland.com. Thanks, bye.